Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And a very good morning to you, Marlins Nation. This is the Marlins Rewind after a gutty, gutty victory in Philadelphia yesterday where the Marlins beat the Phillies 3-2 in extra innings. Thanks, everyone, for making us a part of your morning. What we learned yesterday, Marlins really responded in a huge way after the 15-3 loss on Monday night to turn around after your Cy Young Award winner was beaten up and win those next two against Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler. Tells you everything you need to know about this team's response. All right, for the recap, as always, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. A paid crowd of nearly 30,000 goes home and disappointed in Philadelphia this afternoon. That's because for the first time this season, the Marlins come from behind and they win a ball game and they beat the Philadelphia Phillies 3-2 in extra innings on this Wednesday afternoon here at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. For the Miami Marlins, they improve to 6-7 and seven, while the Philadelphia Phillies fall back to 4-8. and eight. Gabby Sanchez rejoins us now. Um, Gabby, uh, hmm, boy, this was such a good performance all around. Let's start with the offense, in particular what we saw late. Jorge Soler ties this thing in the eighth inning, and Brian De La Cruz, it doesn't matter, extra innings, they're all clutch hits, a massive one that propels the Marlins to a victory today. Yeah, Jorge Soler just coming up big for the Marlins, being able to tie that game up with that big home run. And then De La Cruz, he had himself quite a nice day, getting himself three hits, none bigger than that last one in extra innings yep. to put the Marlins up 3-2. to two. Uh, Just a very nice performance. They had their chances, but here's the thing. You don't mind when you have guys on base and you hit the ball hard and they're right. outs. There's nothing you can do about that. And that's what kind of happened today with the Marlins. They had their chances, but it wasn't like, oh, they're just striking out all the time or they're hitting a little weak. No, they hit the ball good. It just had nothing to show for it. Um, Man, Solaire, again, uh, let's go back to him for a moment. He actually, yeah. he, he was the one, um, well, it was Fortes that scored the game-winning run. He pinched, ran in the Solaire spot in the 10th inning. But to me, Soler, you know, it's funny. We talked about it coming in, uh, but he's got 10 hits this season, and nine of his hits have gone for extra bases. And I guess that's why when you look at what is his, you know, the back of his baseball card looks like early on in the year, and you're like, he comes into the game hitting 190. I feel like Jorge Soler is finding a way to make an impact, like a serious one every night offensively. Hey, he has five doubles this season and four home runs out of the 10 hits that he has this season. Just everything that's coming off his bat is just hard. He's finding the gaps. It, it's something that the Marlins do when they, you know, brought him over. 
that that's what he's going to do. He's going to be able to hit the long ball. He's going to hit the ball hard. He's going to hit the ball in the gap. That's what creates the RBIs. And and it's funny because we've talked about, man, how good of a season he's having. And then all of a right. sudden you looked at the numbers and you're like, wait a minute, that can't be right. Maybe I made a mistake here. It's not. He is just getting the big hits. He has a lot of power. The home runs are there. The extra bases are there. Uh, you can't really fault him. That's what he is. That's what he goes up there to do, to do damage. Right. Uh, break down Edward Cabrera's start for me. Two runs, seven hits, five innings of work, and then you can uh, divulge on this sensational day out of the bullpen. They went three, four, five innings of one-hit baseball, and they struck out five, six, seven, eight. Wow. Wow. How about Cabrera? I mean, we'll start with Cabrera because this is what you expected from Cabrera when he started the season. This is the kind of guy, this is what he showed you last year, a guy that can pitch in the strike zone and get out. That's what he did today. Yeah, he gave up seven hits. But when you scatter seven hits through the five innings of work, you're not going to really have that much damage done to you. So he only gave up two runs in the five innings. He struck out four, but the big number, the one that you look at is the base on balls, the free passes. He only gave up one. Remember, coming into today, he had 13 leading the league in base on balls. So he finally was able to realize, I could pitch in the zone, and I get it. You face the Mets twice. They're a tough team because they they are. are not swinging out of the zone. That's fine. But still, you have to have that belief in yourself that you can go up there pitching the zone and get out. I really do think that this was a huge step forward because you got to go back to that first inning. He gave up two hits right off the bat. Right. Had guys on uh, second and third right off the bat with no outs, and he was able to get Swarber to pop out, and then Castellanos and JT Remuto, he struck those guys out, and I think that was a big boost for him. But then let's go to that bullpen because we've talked about the bullpens. They've had their struggles early on. Boy, they did not have their struggles today. They were nearly perfect. One hit is all they gave up in those five innings. They were masterful. I love Nardi coming in, too. He had a little bit of swagger to him yeah, I agree. with that fastball, 95 miles an hour, blowing it by guys. So you love to see that. How about Puck, though? Going two innings, you have put a guy at second base, you have a one-run lead. Kim deserves a lot of credit for that well, trade. Absolutely. I thought that was a great trade. When I heard that trade, J.J. Blade, see you later. Puck come in. You put a guy that's a back-in-the-end rotation, a guy that knows what he's doing, not afraid to throw, big lefty, 97 yeah. miles an hour. Here yeah. you go. I mean, that was a huge one by Kim Ang. Just all around a great team performance and a great team win and on friday the marlins will have an opportunity to get back to 500 when trevor rogers goes opposite of the veteran left-hander madison bumgarner gabby thank you very much fun working with you buddy we'll do it again soon absolutely all right uh, marlins win this game three to two let's take a listen to the highlights from this afternoon's contest the marlins struck first in the fourth brian de la cruz at the plate louisa rise was at second Here's the 3-2 pitch to De La Cruz, and he swings and punches it through the right side. That's going to get down for a base hit. Jody Reed is going to wave a rise. Here comes a throw towards the plate. It's not in time. The Marlins lead 1-0. But the Phillies would quickly get that run back in the fourth with Brandon Marsh at the plate facing Edward Cabrera. 2-1 the count as a line drive through the right side. This is going to tie the game. Castellanos hustles around third. He'll score easily. It's 1-1 here in the fourth. 
And that 1-1 lead wouldn't last all that long. The Marlins couldn't get anything in the top of the fifth, but the Phillies did in the bottom of the fifth inning, courtesy of Bryson Stott. Here's the 3-2 pitch. There he goes. The pitch is swung on. It's cranked down the right field line. This is going to be an extra base hit for Bryson Stott. It hits off the concrete at the base of the right field wall, and scoring all the way from first is Cody Clemens. The Phillies have a 2-1 lead. And it would stay that way for a while. Zach Wheeler went six innings. He left in line for a victory. Jose Alvarado came on in the seventh. He got out of a seventh inning jam, but he couldn't hang on to the lead when Jorge Soler came to the plate in the eighth. And that swung on. It's cranked in the air. Deep left center field. This ball is way back, and it's gone. Jorge Soler has tied the game in the top of the eighth inning. A solo shot. It's 2-2. Two Woo, and that's what you do with a 99.9. Boy, unexpected. A rocket off the bat of Soler. Gabby and I both agreed at the time. We didn't think that ball was going to get out of the park, but it just kept on going and going and going. Soler has four home runs through 13 games now for the Marlins this season. It was 2-2 two, two through 7.5. It would stay that way through the ninth, and for the first time this season, the Marlins were in extras. Nick Fortes was the ghost runner at second. He was pinch running for Jorge Soler. Luis Arise was facing Gregory Soto. He struck out swinging. Rob Thompson then went to his bullpen. He brought in the right-hander Craig Kimbrell to face Brian De La Cruz. Nothing and one to count to De La Cruz, and here's the pitch. De La Cruz swings. It's a ground ball. Fair inside the bag at first, rolling down the right field line. Fortes is going to score easily. De La Cruz is trying for a double. Here comes a throw in towards second, and he's out. A run scores on the play. De La Cruz immediately points to Skip Schumacher in the dugout. The Marlins have taken a 3-2 lead. It doesn't hurt to... And that was all that A.J. Puck would need this afternoon. Puck worked around a two-out single in the ninth. Edmundo Sosa was the ghost runner at second base in the bottom of the tenth. Puck got uh, Pache to pop out to third base. And then Bryson Stott struck out looking on a fastball right down the middle of the plate. In the last chance for the Philadelphia Phillies this afternoon was the all-star shortstop Trey Turner. Here we go, Gabby. Come on. One and two, the count to Turner. Here's the pitch. It swung on. It's hit in the air. This is going to do it. Shallow center field. Out goes Birdie. He makes the catch, and the Marlins win the series in Philadelphia. A.J. Puck, two sensational innings of relief. He's got to navigate the ghost runner at second base here in the bottom of the 10th, and he does it. The Marlins beat the Phillies 3-2 to two in come-from-behind fashion. It's their first victory in such nature this season. Wow, what a ball game in Philadelphia. It's a series win for the Marlins. It's a gutsy performance. And the Marlins improved to six and seven on this young season. It'll be a happy flight home to Miami tonight. We'll take a break. The Marlins... Boy, it's exactly what the Marlins needed this afternoon. They got just enough offense. They got sensational pitching. And that truly did start with Edward Cabrera. And then they went right down the line. Scott handed it off to Nardi, who tossed it to Floro, who put it in the hands of A.J. Puck, who wins his first game as a Miami Marlin. He tosses two scoreless innings of relief. He allows one hit, no walks, and two strikeouts, and the Marlins beat the Phillies 3-2 to 
in the rubber match this afternoon. The Marlins pitching staff struck out 12 today. That means that $300 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's hear from a very happy Skip Schumacher taking two out of three at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. All right, Skip, we're going to start with uh, just Puck's huge performance there at the end of those last two innings and just how, how big was that? Uh, the whole bullpen was uh, lights out. You know, Cabby went through, uh, you know, got us five, and then it just went bullpen shutout. Um, you know, really strong innings from, you know, Nardi and Flo. And, um, yeah, Puck with two good innings. You know, luckily he was fresh to, to get those two innings. But, um, yeah, it was just a, overall just the bullpen just outperformed. Uh, it was it, pretty, pretty impressive. How does this win just change the complexity of this road trip? makes the flight better for sure uh you always like to win on on the flight home and um yeah i mean obviously at you know the mets and then the the phillies you know two big boys in this division and um um just nice to to come out uh with the series win back to cabrera did you see a more confident edward cabrera out there today i saw 60 percent for strikes uh percentage which was a lot better than his 40 something percent uh the first couple times so when he gets ahead he has weapons to put people away um, so yeah, I mean that was a, a step forward for him, um, which you know we needed from him badly, um, and uh, it got us to our bullpen, which we're confident in. What do you hope that this type of outing can do for Cabrera? Build, you know, just continue to build off it, knowing that he just beat a team that um, or kept us in the game uh, to help win a game against the you know reigning National League champions, um, knowing that he can do it against them. He can do it against anybody. It's just him believing he can do it. Like I said before, we know he can do it, you know, him believing in himself that he can do it. Um, it's not the stuff. The stuff is there for sure. And, um, it was a really good step forward. Dela Cruz, a couple of big RBI hits, including the one, the 10, just him today. And what you've seen from him as he's gone through here, these, Start the season. Yeah, I mean, Wheeler is that's not an easy guy to face, especially at four o'clock game in the shadows. And it was tough to face. Uh, he's tough to face when you can see everything, you know. So, um, yeah, just good performance overall. Um, love his at bats lately, using all the, 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 you know, opposite field, up the middle, not just pull side, um, you know, gives himself a chance. And uh, no, just that's a it's a different um, lineup when he's hot, you know, especially in the middle of the lineup and um you know, especially with you know cooper off today and and avi um you know still still healing up um you know him performing was great Puck, the two innings when he goes in the for the ninth do you kind of like let him know ahead of time hey like if we get to extras you'll also be going there or is it you let him know after i let him know after i think it did depending on his pitch count too i mean if he threw 25 pitches i probably wasn't sending him back out but a good efficient inning uh, made it uh, an easy call. What did you learn from your club this first road trip? Um, I just think that um, you know they're starting to believe that they can they can play with anybody, um, and you know there's a lot of good um, guys in there that have won before and um, guys that are learning how to win, and um, you know having guys like Soler and um, obviously with Yuli, I keep saying Yuli, but it's, it's real, you know, and, and just teaching the guys the right way how to win and, and Segura as well. So, um, you know, up and down the lineup, the young guys starting to, 
to gain more confidence and then um and then the big boys producing i mean Soler with a huge hit obviously and um you know we're not talking we're not having this conversation without Soler, and we haven't even talked about him yet so um just he, he's had a great start and um a huge clutch hit after clutch hit i was going to ask you about the response the last two past two days especially after that first tough one and then the great guys bounced back last night and then today just talk about the, that kind of response from you guys yeah, I mean, especially for, uh, you know, a team that, um, you know, we're, you know, we're still trying to figure out who we are, you know, it's uh, pretty fun to see ba- uh, guys bounce back like they did, you know, we're down 13 and nothing with your Cy Young Award winner out there and um, facing Nolan Wheeler the next day, next couple of days is not, it's not easy. And uh, for them to come back like they did was um, a testament to who they are and, um, you know, the mentality, the growth mentally of like flushing stuff and going after the next one and, um, you know, that's part of being a big leaguer is flushing the next day and learning from it and, and uh, figuring out how to win the next day. And, and that's what they did. Okay, that was manager Skip Schumacher. Let's now hear from Jorge Soler, who I got a chance to catch up with after the victory on the field. All right, Kyle, thank you very much. We're here with Jorge Soler, two for four today, the game-tying home run in the eighth inning. Walk me through your AB in that eighth. What were you looking for? La posibilidad, lo que hiciste de empatar el juego el octavo, guíanos en ese turno, ¿qué es lo que tú estabas buscando? En ese turno estaba buscando reta, es un lanzador que tira bastante reta, tira 100 millas, ¿sabes? Fui a batear una reta y gracias a él la pudo conectar. Yeah, you know, that at bat, I was just waiting for a fastball. This is a really, like, a strong guy, throws uh, heat, you know, fastball, 100 miles per hour. So just looking for that and was able to connect it. How happy were you for Edward Cabrera today to bounce back and give you five really good innings today? Qué tan feliz está de que Edward Cabrera pudo ir a lanzar esos cinco innings y pudo hacer buen trabajo. Estaba muy muy bien contento con él. Ya había tenido una salida que no estaba muy bien, pero hoy ajustó y gracias a Dios de la victoria. Very happy with him. You know, he had a couple uh, outings that you know he didn't give us all he had, but uh, happy that he's back. What'd you like about your team's response after the first game in this series to bounce back these next two and take this series in Philly? You know, uh, happy for the first uh, game of the series. We lost by a lot, but, you know, we kept it strong and, 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 and pursuing for more series to come. All right. Thank you so much, Jorge. Back to you, Kyle. Okay, that was Jorge Soler. Marlins have off today on this Thursday, but they are back at it tomorrow against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Trevor Rogers, Madison Bumgarner. It's a Friday night showdown at 640 from Lone Depot Park. I've got Marlins on deck at 610. Make sure to join us as always. Thanks for rewinding with us, Marlins Nation. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Marlins Radio. Thanks for joining us again. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network driven by AutoNation.